welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio. I created this show as a way to connect deeper with each of you, to remind you you are not alone, that you were made for the hard shit. As creatives, entrepreneurs, moms, CEOs, we are magic, and each of us has a unique gift and purpose to share. I hope you feel encouragement, support, connections, and real, raw, authentic moments as you tune in. Life is not meant to be perfect, so stop and remind yourself that you can find happiness in the day-to-day while building the life of your dreams. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and if you'd like to get weekly words of encouragement, text me the word FRIDAY to 619-332-3045. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to chat with you guys today because (laughs) I was semi- semi-triggered slash inspired by one of my dearest friends. And I wanted to share this kind of funny story with you because I feel like it's so true for so much of what we do to ourselves, whether it's comparing ourselves ourselves on social media to somebody else's successes, their wins, their life, whatever it is that they might have that you think that you want because it will make your life better or make you happier or insert whatever or you got. Um, And you guys, if you follow me on social media, girl, you know that I talk about my non-negotiables, my daily habits on the regular. And y'all see me get up at 5am, maybe 4am sometimes. And that's only because I have to. I don't know anybody in their right mind that would get up at that time for no particular reason. Most of us that are or have joined the 5am club have done it because we had to. And so I jokingly was watching one of my girlfriends um, sharing in her stories about how she's um, not a member of the 5am club. And I had to laugh and I was like, well, yeah, you don't, you don't have to be um, because you, you have the day to do things how you want um, and a little bit more freedom. And so I had to laugh. So I guess, I guess shout out to any of us who have to work around other people's schedules, right? So that could mean you're a mom or you've got to show up for strict business hours or there's only so many t- hours of the day that are left for like you. So it's either end of the day or it's be- before your day starts. So I'm speaking to those of us who are like kind of on a really strict schedule. So if you're working in the salon, you probably have a strict schedule. You're booked 10, 12, 14 weeks out. You know those pockets of time are so precious to you. And that's why I talk so much about building and non-negotiable habits to keep you supported so that you can show up as that best version of yourself behind the chair with your family, out with your friends, for yourself at the end of the day, right? Because if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't tick off things on our list, everyone's getting a shit ass version of us. Like it's just is what it is. Your clients, your fam, everybody. So today I want to talk about the five uh, non-negotiables, five daily habits, that will help you be able to show up and show out for your friends. And these routines, like the things that we do day to day basically dictate our entire lifestyle, right? Like it's who we are, not what we do. It's who we are. They literally form us for the better or for the worse. So even little changes in our daily habits can literally transform us and they are essential for us to be the best versions of ourselves, And my best version of myself doesn't need to get compared to your best version of yourself. We are not the same person. We are not on the same journey. I'm not at the same 
you know, phase in life as you probably, but maybe we're similar. Maybe we've got some things in common and these five daily habits will help you or remind you to stay in the game for yourself, right? So for me, these are what I like to call my daily non-negotiables. They're super simple and I posted about them on social media the other day, but I just really wanted to do a podcast episode about it. So if you're driving to work today or if you just dropped the kids off, you're on the way to the salon, you're about to sit down for a busy day, you're out for a walk, whatever the case may be, you can re-remind yourself that it's this simple, that there's only a few things that really will set the tone for you for the day, day in and day out, and that these non-negotiables become second nature. And yes, they're a habit, but they're just built into who you are now. And so the first one, first daily habit is to get up when my alarm goes off, meaning I don't hit the snooze button. I don't go back to bed. I have decided the day before what time I need to wake up in order to go do the things that I say I want to do. So first and foremost, it sounds so simple, right? And most of these are super simple. So get up when my alarm goes off. The second thing after I make my coffee, I like to sit down for a few minutes, even if it's just for five or 10 minutes, and I like to read something positive or educational. It literally gets me out of my head. If I've woke up thinking about some things or if the day before is still dragging ass with me and I'm like kind of maybe feeling a little overwhelmed or a little anxiety towards what happened or what I think's gonna happen for the day, right? Because anxiety is just us living in in fear of what's to come. Um, reading something positive or educational just kind of resets my brain to focus on something good. And then that often gets the juices flowing so that when I go to do my number three, which is journaling, I have something positive on the forefront of my mind and I can easily tap into and drop into that grateful place because I like to start my journal practice out with what I'm grateful for. Um, a gratitude practice is something I've learned that it sounds so simple and seems so easy to just jot down a few things that you, f you feel grateful for. But some days when you are in that really, truly locked in heart center place, being able to feel into those grateful moments and those things and those connections is literally everything. Like it is a soul drenching feeling. And you know what I'm saying, right? Like, you know, that moment where you can literally viscerally feel the gratitude, just like in enveloping your heart and your soul and just like, it's everything. And it's in those moments that I create for myself every morning that I get to feel that if I don't sit there and give myself that time, I don't, I don't, I might think, oh, that's so nice. Or, oh, that's so great. Or I'm so happy, blah, blah, blah. But the feeling is so fleeting. Then when you sit down and purposefully take a few minutes and write that shit down, it is a game changer. So that moves us into number four, right? So now I'm feeling all grateful. I'm feeling the warm fuzzies. I've downloaded anything that's still lingering or that needs to be processed into my journal. So I've gotten up when my alarm went off. That was number one. The second one was I read something positive or educational. I have two bookcases filled with amazing books in my house. And I sometimes intuitively let myself grab one and just open up the pages or at any given time, I have like two books sitting out that I, that I'm reading. Um, and so based on how I'm feeling or how I want to feel, I'll pick up one of those books and read a couple chapters, read a couple pages, maybe even just read a couple sentences, depending on my mood or what I'm up to. So now that I'm all filled up, I've done what I told myself I was going to do. I got up, I read something positive. I've journaled. I already feel like a million bucks. It's time to go move. Coffee's kicked in. And movement for me is like meditation. And I know a lot of us struggle with traditional meditation of sitting still and quiet and, you know, going inward. 
That's why I tapped into breathwork a couple years ago because breathwork for me was the way I described it when I was going through breathwork training was a moving meditation. When you breathe in a rhythmic pattern, you can't do anything else but think about your breath pattern. So it's very hard to get stuck in thinking other things because you're too concerned with the breath, which is wonderful. And that's how I feel a good intense workout. That's where my mind can go too, because my breath gets going and my body is moving and there's no time or space for anything else. And I can't tell you, and I know so many of you who work out can relate to this. I get the most incredible downloads when I'm sweating, like incredible. Like I'll be 30, 40 minutes into a workout or it's usually when I'm doing intense cardio, when I'm like trying to not die and it's really heavy breath, right? Like my body's released my mind from thinking stupid shit and my mind starts to move into this creative space. It's wild. So if you've never worked out intensely or you haven't in a really long time and you've been feeling stuck and like your creativity is blocked, go move, go walk up, a, you know, a mountain, go put that incline at like level 12 on your treadmill at the gym and walk at 4.0, not holding on. And tell me that after 15 minutes, you're not thinking some amazing thoughts or that you haven't cleared some space in your mind for, you know, good shit to start to flow in. Or at the very least, you've released some bullshit that's been holding you and keeping you stuck. So after those four things, we've got get up when the alarm goes off, read something positive or educational, journal, tap into that gratitude, release whatever shit's been holding you back. Four, we've got that movement in. I'm already, like I said, feeling like a million bucks. The day comes, I'm able to process and, and, and move through the day with ease, no matter what happens. Doesn't mean shit won't go wrong or that I won't be upset about anything, but it just means that I am grounded in the things that I needed to do to best support myself, to show up as that best version of myself. So the fifth thing I have on this list is my evening ritual of washing my face. It's crazy to me that some of y'all still don't wash your face at the end of the night, especially if you love to wear makeup, but that's neither here nor there. I'm getting old, so I got I to really dial in the skincare routine, and I used to just simply wash my face, throw on a little cream. Now it's a full ritual. I pull my hair up. Sometimes I put a deep conditioning treatment on. Sometimes I'll do my scalp oil from Monate that I love, and I sleep in that, um, and I buy really quality, like, driven products and I'm, I'm 41. So I need shit that works. So I've invested a lot of money, a lot of research and time into figuring out the things that will make me feel good. And that evening ritual of washing my face and like treating myself with these amazing products followed by taking my vitamins, um, literally like start the day so amazing and then put a bow on the end of the day. So like my body registers like the beginning and the end of the day. So, you know, you can kind of put a cap on the ends when you don't have like a finite start or end to things, that's when the anxiety sets in. I feel like that's when the depression can happen because the anxiety is there's so many things I need to get done that I didn't get done, which could be these simple five things. And then the depression comes from, I wish I would have, I should have, I feel so bad about myself because I'm not doing X, Y, Z. We're often not depressed when we are taking care of ourselves when we are showing up for ourselves. Um, it's really hard to be depressed when you are tapping into these resources that you can create for yourself. Now, none of this needs to take hours on end. Like you can totally do this morning routine in about 15 minutes. You can do, you know, a quick uh, five minutes of reading, five minutes of journaling and 10 minutes of movement, if that's all you have time for. Um, but 
for me, realistically, like I give myself a full hour at home before I, I make myself leave and go to the gym because I want to enjoy the ritual of drinking my coffee and lighting a candle in the morning. I want to be able to sit down and creatively free write if that's what my soul needs to do, or I'll just read more. Or if I feel inspired from what I read, I'll create a thoughtful value-driven content post for social. Um, it's moments like that where you give yourself the support you need to create the shit you want in your life. If you get stuck creating content, read more educational, motivational stuff so you feel inspired. Um, if you feel stuck around moving your body, you know, channel after who can inspire you to do that. Is there someone you can meet up with? Is there a YouTube channel you'd like to watch where you can just work out at home so you don't have to worry about going anywhere or seeing anybody? Um, if you need journal prompt ideas, I'm happy to share some with you. I, in the beginning of my journaling, uh, used to buy the journal prompt books. So there was like a different question or theme at the top of every page. And that seemed to help a lot. Now I don't use those so much because I'm focused on building my writing skills for my next book. Shout out to the book that just dropped. If you guys haven't had a chance to download that, it is finally, Amazon was kind of fucking around with it for a minute, but you could get it on Barnes and Nobles when it came out last, I think it was last week. Um, the book is called Come As You Are, The Art of Unbecoming Who They Told You To Be. The premise for this book is really just around coloring outside the lines, like living life on your own terms. So um, writing to me is very much therapeutic. It's very much been an outlet and I feel like has saved me at times where I didn't know how to process what I was feeling and pen to paper did that for me. So, you know, sometimes the things that are so little that we resist, like working out or journaling or reading can unlock things inside of us that we didn't even know we were capable of right? So I hope that these daily non-negotiables resonate with you. I hope that you either adopt some of them or you do some of them, or you're going to restart doing some of them. I want to know, send me a DM, shout me out. If you, if you listen to this podcast episode and you feel this, if there's anything you want to add to this list, I'd love to keep it growing. Uh, so just drop that below, maybe leave a review on Apple iTunes, sharing what your other daily non-negotiables are. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to bring you guys this book. It is one of four that will be coming out in the next year and a half or so. Hopefully I can hold myself to that. Um, and they're just short, easy to read. This is perfect for if you want to sit down on the couch in the morning and read a couple pages. You know, being able to relate to other people's stories is and has been truly magical for me to see what's possible. And this is your reminder too, if you're listening, thinking, holy shit, you wrote a book, what? Uh, I could never, I'm not even a writer, I don't even journal. The possibilities for what you are capable of in this life are only in your head. We are our worst critic, we are our biggest enemy. We wanna blame time, we wanna blame resources, we wanna blame our family, whatever the case may be on why we can't do something someone else is doing. And I'm here to tell you that if there's a will, there's a way. And the quickest way to fuck your shit up and not do the things is to compare yourself. So if you find yourself comparing yourself to people, stop for a second and think, am I comparing myself in a negative way? Like, oh, I'll never have what that person has. Or can I somewhat model something that they're doing, maybe on a smaller scale, until I can start to embody that version of myself that needs to show up or play more full out in order to start to do those things. 
Um, and, and writing a book's like that, you know, a couple pages at a time. I've been working with my editor for the last year and a half on putting the book together. And I still found myself getting in my own way. Even after the book was fucking done, I was still like, shit, well, I got to work on the cover art. And then it was like switching the name around. And I just felt myself procrastinating because what I was maybe scared to put it out there. I didn't think anybody would buy it. All the things, all the things I couldn't even explain or put words to, but you know, done is better than perfect. And I'm all about taking imperfect action. And that is what this podcast is now here for is to remind you that <laughs> nobody's perfect. None of us, not a single fucking one of us. And this is your reminder once again, that if you want something bad enough, you will find a way to make it happen. I want you to go to sleep every single night knowing that you gave it your all, that you tried, that you showed the fuck up. If that requires you to get up at 4 or 5 a.m., then that means you got to get up at 4 or 5 a.m. And if you want to find sympathy in listening to other people's stories about how they don't believe in getting up that early or they don't think that you should do this or that, then you will find the proof wherever you want it, right? We can we can find resources and data to back up any belief that we want. I had kind of shied away from the tough love Jess version of myself back when I was a trainer, but that's the kind of shit that I resonate with. Like if I want to get in shape, I have to go work out. If I want to lose weight, I have to eat better. If I want to have a bigger social media presence, I have to turn the fucking camera on. If I want to have a successful podcast, I have to sit down and record motherfucking episodes. It's really not rocket science. I am the least tech savvy person in the entire fucking world. I still barely know how to turn my computer on. Yet I've somehow managed to record over 155 episodes on a podcast, write a fucking book, open multiple locations and sell them for profit join masterminds that were bigger than my head, that it was way above where I should have been, but I put myself in rooms to allow myself to have opportunity to see what was fucking possible. And I know I'm not the first to do this, and I hope that by me sharing what I put myself through and what I've done, that it will inspire you to take some action. I'm literally sitting on the edge of my chair because I am so fired up for you. I know that you are so close to breaking through and taking off. Like massive momentum is coming. We were stuck in the stuck in 2020. And so many of us have, you know, dragged our feet and, and had a semi comeback and maybe be, you're doing okay, you're back in that comfort bubble, but you haven't pushed yourself to the, to the brink of what you are capable of. And I've been around so many incredible women the last couple of months, just with speaking engagements, with getting to go and do glam at really big high level events with some epic, amazing speakers. And there is one common theme that I've seen across the board. And it is, if you cannot figure out how to show up as yourself, you will struggle. You will struggle until the end of time because there is only room for one of them. You can never be them, whoever they are. And once I realized I didn't need to do it like her or show up like him or say it like she did, it gave me permission to start to speak my truth. And if I'm a rambler, if I like to cuss, if I like to kind of talk like this on my podcast, that's okay. That's me. It's going to resonate with somebody or it's not. And anytime, this happened earlier, anytime I sit down to record a podcast episode that is too scripted, too educationally, 
I know it's not a word, too forced, it literally sucks. And I literally got five minutes into an episode where I was going to teach you personal brand development strategies, which is what I love to jam about inside Beauty Insiders, the membership, but it didn't feel authentic. And I really wanted to talk about this way more today, because if you don't have these five fundamental habits down in your life, no amount of fucking strategy that I give you is going to work for you because you won't be consistent. You won't do the things you need to do in order to be uh, successful with whatever it is you're creating if you don't take care of yourself first. So every single thing I teach goes back to these non-negotiables and habits that you need to implement in your life. So I want to know, I know I asked for this earlier, but I want to know, I want you to put this down right now and I want you to send me a DM. What are your daily non-negotiables that I can hold you accountable to? If you want more help growing your personal brand, join the Beauty Insiders membership. It is only $25 a month. We meet twice a month via Zoom, 9 a.m. PST. The whole call schedule is mapped out inside our Mighty Networks community, which is our uh, online app where we all hang out. It is more like an advanced Facebook group for people who don't want to be on Facebook anymore. Um, all the past call recordings will be posted in there so you don't have to worry about being live, but the members get the most benefit when they are live. They can communicate and collab with each other and then also ask questions to either myself or any of the speakers that are coming on. So sending you so much love. As always, I got your back and I'm right here with you doing the work. Um, I love you. I know you got this. Get up when your alarm goes off. Read something positive every day. Journal. Move your body. And create an evening ritual that will take care of you no matter what kind of day you have. Love you. See you on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically.